The future of radio. 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 I mean, you would think after all this time, and all the times we've talked about this show oh, over the years, boy. that I would be a little bit more mentally prepared to handle that. And uh, I mean, yet we at have the been doing time, this show for a significant amount of time, Greg. It has been a long time. I just realized that I was never asked quite in that way. And um, anyway, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening to me over all these years. And Sarah, too. You Hello, everyone. blew it. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And they're available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And I have a cold. Yes, you're talking very fast. It's I have right. such Slow a cold. Down. I'm talking fast because it's the only way that I can get my voice to work right now. Um... Yeah, I, I woke up. I thought I fought this off for the weekend. It was like Sunday. I did nothing but rest. And uh, then I woke up today and I'm like, oh, nope. There it is. In oh, full force. So one of those, like, I have to explain it, you know, just because I do sound this way. Okay. Was it like one of those right when you wake up in the morning? Like, yep. oh. So it's like you I woke up and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. I hate that because sometimes when you wake up, it's like, all right, I feel kind of terrible. But as you get moving, like it, do- yeah. it gets better. Yeah. This one's just continuing. Yeah. It's just still going on. Well, it's because of your new fancy job where you're around like a ton of other people. Yeah, maybe. there's There's been a sickness going around digital trends that I think I've maybe has worked its way over to me. That's what I don't miss about working in an office is yeah. that it just makes, it just takes laps. Sicknesses yeah. just take laps. Like they'll start in one department. Then like go all the way around and come back and restart over and over right. and over and everyone just keeps getting people sick. I've tried to avoid it quite a bit, but anyway, that's not what this whole show's about. But yeah, I I am uh, a little bit under the weather, but I am very happy to be here today because it is November fifth, twenty eighteen, and for those of you that follow Fun Employment Radio, this show launched on November fifth, two thousand nine. Oh my! Nine years ago today God. was the start of Fun Employment Radio. I mean, it is just crazy to think about. Like nine years, Sarah, we've been doing the show. Oh my god! Have, I like think I about say, the like, changes. Maybe we should go back and listen stuff. to the first one. Oh god! No, I don't want to listen to no, it right I now. Never uh, hear, I never want to hear, hear it either. It. No, no, no. But um, I mean, I cannot believe it. After all this time, like how many studios we had? Well, your spare bedroom. We started off first. in my spare bedroom. Just for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, I'm sure we've got a lot of people who listened along the way who have joined Fun Employment Radio that weren't there at the very beginning. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we were in commercial radio. We got laid off, and uh, we were part of the Rick Emerson show. And then Sarah and I were like, well, we still want to keep talking. <laughs> we want to hear I have our my podcast voices. studio at my house yeah. in my spare bedroom. And Rick and I weren't, setup. like, we were friends, but we weren't, like, really good friends at that point because we yeah. just kind of worked together. But um, I think we immediately bonded after we got fired. Yeah. Because I remember I picked you up, didn't I? To go down to get fired? Yes, yeah. to go down yep. to get fired because yeah, I didn't want to go by myself. And yep. then like, and then Greg and I both talked and we're like, all right, yep, we all got the call. And then like, yeah. Rick and Tim both got the call too. So um, then we stopped by the liquor store. Right. On the way there. Don't you remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I remember. Yeah, we and we got a by. bottle of Pendleton, which we still have the empty bottle in our green room. Yeah, it's, it's still, still sitting there. Because we brought that with us because we knew we were getting fired so we could go drink it afterward. Yep. So we so we bought the bottle of Pendleton, left it in the car, went in. Um, it was the first time we met our program director who had avoided us significantly. <laughs> like, successfully. No, we still didn't meet him. No, we didn't meet the program director. Who was no, it that fired it us? It was, um, I can't remember his actual title. He was 
station VP or something like that. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, we we had talked to him before, but not very much. Mm. No, we still never met the program director though. Oh, okay. Because our program director had been fired a couple of months before that, and, and we there kept was a waiting new one to meet that him. Never bothered to yeah, meet he us. never came to meet us because he knew we were getting canned. We were we would sit down there every so usually what's traditional in um you know if you have a show in radio like yeah. you sit down with your program director after the show and talk about you know like what, like what you got accomplished that day like what things need to be done throughout the week so we would sit there after every episode in the program director office. Waiting for like an hour for someone to show up, and then it just started to become a game. We're like, like well, let's see if anyone comes. We'll yeah. Just, so we would just sit there and like shoot the shit and drink coffee and wait for somebody to come and talk to us that never <laughs> came. <laughs> that never showed up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So that happened, and then you know it was just a few days later we decided to record some test shows just to see how we would work, and I think we got like three in the can, and then uh, decided you know what this is good enough. Let's. Like this is actually this is good this enough. Is good enough. <laughs> wow. Well, at least it worked. I mean, you know, it was like like this. This is good. We can put this out into the world because we didn't know if we were going to be able to work together like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we did it, and then we we put it out into the world, and here we are, nine years later. <laughs> nine years sitting in this studio, you know, with our green room, broadcasting online. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, so that's what we were starting with. So we started in your spare yeah. bedroom. Mm-hmm. We were there for about uh, a little over. Little like a under year, a year, about a year. Little, little under a year. Okay, and then we ended up getting our um, first out of Greg's spare bedroom studio um, about a year later at, in a building on like Twelfth and Division, and yeah, we were there for like Portland. two years, three years, um, probably, probably a couple years. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, two to three years. Yeah, and then we've been in this one for about I guess like six years, five or six. Yeah, years Yeah, five, five years probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, based on that. Yeah. Yep. So that's where we've been in this studio. Oh, how the times they've changed, but stayed the same. Yep. I mean, lots happened. Lots has happened over the over the nine years. I mean, we started off with Fun Employment Radio, just doing the podcast, and then, you know, at one point we transitioned into the live stream. So we have the live stream going, which we still do for the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Um, that transitioned, you know, eventually onto video as well as live video as well as live um, audio. And somewhere in there, we worked for the Blazers for about three years. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <true>. <laughs> and, uh, we were broadcasters for the Portland Trailblazers, you know, and that was that was fun. That was a fun time, um, but definitely, you know, a challenge, something different that we did. And we've done just I don't know. There's just so, so many different things that we've done. We've over interviewed this. a billion people. We've interviewed musicians, hundreds, hundreds thousands of, comedians. of people. Really, yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, I'm sure it's well over a thousand people. We've hosted competitions. We started the podcast festival. Yeah, Portland Podcast Festival, mm-hmm. which is coming up this week. So on the nine year anniversary. No, yeah. Of the Fun Employment Radio, uh, of Fun Employment Radio, this Saturday will be live at the Portland Podcast Festival. It's taking place Friday and Saturday. So Friday night, it's going to be at the Landmark Saloon. Yep. Um, so doors will be opening for that at five, and then that'll um, the shows will be kicking off at about six o'clock. It's going to be so awesome. Yeah. It's supposed to be nice this weekend too. Which yeah, is, I think uh, doors will be open earlier than five. Oh yeah, so the bar will be open. So if you are a ticket holding person, um, so they're gonna ha- the bar will be open, but you know it's gonna have to kind of close off to the private party as it gets closer to five o'clock. Yeah. So this is what I was talking to Nick about yesterday. Gotcha. So um, yeah, so if you want to come before, um, and you have your ticket, yeah, you don't hang I out. Mean, yeah, just come we'll hang get your out. Ticket. Yeah. Why are you coming down if you don't have a ticket? Get it. Get your ticket. Get your ticket. Hang out with us. We would really appreciate it. It's going to be so much fun. So, yeah, yeah, so that's for Friday night at Landmark Saloon. Saturday is at the Hawthorne Theater. Um, 22 podcasts, doing 20-minute shows over three stages and two nights. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, Look, we keep saying that, and then I'm like, I'm I'm like, that is so many podcasts. And then I started to actually think about it. I'm like, 
God, that's a lot of people. This is going to be awesome because there's so many different like types of shows and things. So many different things, and it's actually lined up. So if you Ooh. wanted to, you could catch at least part of every single show on there. And our show, fun, for, for uh, Fun Employment Radio, of course, our guests are going to be two of the people behind PDX Alerts. Yes. You will not see their faces, um, but they will be there, and we will be able to take questions. And we cannot tell you who they are. But no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's for real. Yeah. Like we're not going to tell you who they are. Um, but they are going to be there, and they will be live on stage. So uh, you'll have to be there to see how we do that, how we pull that off. But that's what's going to be happening. Yes. So so anyway, that's that's this Saturday, and I'm you so know excited. with it with the podcast festival, we've been doing a lot of promotion for it, and uh, maybe we need to talk about. <clears throat> Just while I still have my voice going here, maybe we need to talk about what uh, what happened on Friday. I think we should. So, of course, if you do listen to the show, you may have noticed that we didn't have a show on Friday. Um, we had talked about it on Thursday. Yeah, we had talked about it on Thursday, but in case you had missed that, uh, we didn't have a show on Friday because we uh, got asked to do this amazing, to participate in this amazing thing where um, we were asked to do an on-air interview for a local television station in town called KPTV. Yep. For We've the- got a show called Good Day, Oregon. Yes. And uh, and the host, uh, Stephanie Kralovich, asked us, uh, asked actually Who's through just- Jason. She's just delightful, too. She's She's great. Oh, my gosh. If you, she's just well, we should walk back from the beginning. Yeah. Just, All right. So, yeah, so that was our first time meeting so her. So this is our first time meeting her. So Jason has uh, worked with Stephanie before. When he Jason did, Lamb is the third member of the Portland Podcast Festival founding committee. Yes. Um, and he's with spoken with uh, Steph. Maybe just let me talk for a second. Yep. yep. That's fair enough. So Jason and Stephanie um, go back because uh, Jason's worked with her when he's been promoting like his minority retort um, shows, showcases and different uh, kinds of things. And so they had spoken. She's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to have you you all in to talk about the Portland Podcast Festival. You know, since it is the second year, it's expanded to two days. You know, um, we have people you know coming in from all over the Northwest. We're super excited about it. Um, and so we're like, OK, great. So uh, I got up super early on Friday morning. Well, not as early as I'm sure Greg because you're probably up super duper early. I'm up at five. Yeah. No, that's that's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, so got up. I took a shower. Oh, boy. And blow dried my hair and picked out an outfit to like, like put on my war paint. I was like ready to go. Uh, and so Greg, since his truck wasn't working, um, we, we ended up just both riding together out there in my car. Well, we should talk about, though, who was going to be on this, like how that was going to all work. Why don't you go ahead and say it? So there, we were, we were booked for it, and we just assumed there would be all three of us, you know, and the host of the show being interviewed for it. And then we found out that only two of us could appear on camera because of the way their shot is. Um, they couldn't have all three <laughs> of us on there. And so there was a big debate between Sarah, Jason, and I of who should be on the air. And we're and, all like being very nice to you. Like, no, you fairness, should do it. So, no, you, you should do it. I did say it should be you two. I said, I think you two should do it. And you each said the same thing. You know, we all did that. We all did it. No, it should be you two. It should be you two, you two. Mm. And then in the, in the end, um, and this was Sarah's call, she was like, well, no, we should have Jason on there because he's promoting Minority Retort. And then we should have me on there because. Um, because, because of my association how selfless with of digital me, trends because and Greg all that is associated stuff. with digital trends. I'm like, well, that could be good for you. And then, you know, digital trends, you know, would want to talk about it. I'm like, yeah. that's, that's probably like best 
for everybody involved is if you go on there and you don't know, talk about our show and about the digital trends stuff and just do that, that's fine. It was know. very gracious of Sarah to do that. It was like putting the best, you know, what, what she thought would be the best forward. Um, so now flash so, forward to... Um, so we get well, out since, there. Oh. Yeah, since, since Greg's truck, you know, was hit and he yes. didn't have a car. So Greg had been also borrowing my car. Sarah was kind enough to loan me her car. Which I really needed. So what happened is, I, yeah, I took the bus downtown because I had let him use my car. So I rode the bus while Greg had my car. And um, I walked all the way over to where his work was. We, we rode out there and uh, met up with Jason. And yep. We were and it's there. ways out there. It's, it's ways. It's like way out in Beaverton or Tiger. I don't know. One of those. Like the yeah, it was, way out it was there. about a half hour drive to yeah. get out there. Um, so we get out there, you know, check in at the desk. And so we're just sitting there, you know, looking at all of the... The, all the awards and stuff. And yeah, in the office, like the waiting area for yeah. KPDV. Yeah, they have all their, I don't know what the awards were all for, but yeah, a bunch of awards. Like, yeah, television awards. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we get there, and so we're like, all right, yeah, and we're all like feeling pretty good. And we're like, well, there, you know, there might be a chance that all three of us can get on there, and we don't know for sure. Um, yeah, so we were like, let's be ready just in case. Yeah, again, you know, I took a shower. Sarah took a shower. And uh, so Steph comes out, super sweet girl. Yeah. Like, just the nicest person. Yeah, Steph Kralovich. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, really, really nice. Um, and we hadn't met her before, first time, but she's just great. Like, we all just instantly clicked. Yeah. She was just Can't, so yeah. nice. Can't say enough about you how know, nice she was. It's, sometimes it's very intimidating to meet somebody, like, so petite and pretty and tell You know, like, she was just, she's very small and very well put together and very pretty. And I always feel like, a, hello, like, crazy, <laughs> like, and I'm, like, sweating and, you know, but she's just. So yeah, so very nice. So yeah, uh, she leads us nice. through this like maze of hallways ba- uh, back to the back corner where the television studio is. Yeah, where they're set for uh, for Good Day Oregon is yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And so we walk in there, and honestly, I was trying to think about this. That may have been, I've been on like smaller stations because we went on Rick's show one time, but I don't know oh, if yeah. I've ever been in a studio quite like that. That was a pretty that like an actual me. broadcast studio with. I mean, I don't know. A dozen at least giant, you know, the million dollar cameras. Oh, yeah. Sitting there. They had the big cameras. Yeah. And like there were multiple sets. I haven't been on one of those since sets, I worked on, lights, monitors, like on the whole Channel deal. 6. I mean, that's pretty much what the coin studios look like for the most part. I'm sure it did. Yeah, but it's been a long time since then. So, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, because Sarah used to be on coin uh, doing the, the traffic. Doing reporting. the traffic. Yeah. The traffic reporter on I did love reporting traffic. It was it's it's a fun job. Quick, do one right now. Uh, slow to stop and go as you're looking and going in on the sunset. Um, I'm seeing some brake lights as you head in uh, on the Banfield as you approach the I-5 interchange. Looking pretty clear though as you head from the Fremont up to the Interstate Bridge. <laughs> Buying or selling a home? Come to Real Estate <laughs> Remax Associates. I <clears throat> was it real? What? what oh yeah, that? we always and then you had like a um, like a ten second uh, like ad at the end like buying or selling at home yeah. contact Remax Associates for details <laughs> I'm Sarah Dillon oh that's awesome that's your traffic on the hour there's your traffic Ooh. so anyway Sarah used to do that so yeah. so it was kind of cool for her to come back into the studio like this and um, and we get in there and uh, you know we're talking to uh, uh, talking to um, Steph. Steph yeah and I'm already getting nervous just like recounting I know, this. just calm, just take a breath, drink some of your juice. I'll have some of my so, juice. So, um, 
So we're there, and so, like, Steph does reiterate. She's like, I was trying to make it work, but unfortunately, like, I can only have two of you in the shot. Like, it just doesn't work with three people. And yeah. we're like, totally understand. We already talked about it. I'm like, I'm just going to set this one out, and I'll just have them, you know, make sure that they cover all of the points of the festival and the podcasts and all of that. Yep. So... So we're standing there. Greg and, and Jason go and take their spots. We've got our marks, and we're standing there, and there's, like, a television that's behind us. And then... Um, and then Steph's there, and she, she like, just launches into it. She's like, okay, and we're going to go. And for some reason in my head, and I've done a lot of – I broadcast 10 hours of live – at least 13 hours live a week of content. This pre-recorded interview, I have no idea why, but as soon as she started talking, a panic button went off in my head. I'm used to doing this. I love doing this stuff. Like, I don't get nervous on camera. But I sure did during this one. And I just started talking. And I don't know what I said. I started talking. At one point, we t- behind the scenes, we had to restart it because I just started blathering about something. And even I was like, you know what? I, I got I to gotta take that one again. I swear to God, Greg was talking. <clears throat> and I was listening, and he sounded, like, really good at what he was saying, but then all of a sudden he starts going, I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then it ends with, he says the phrase, podcasts are economic engines. And that's where, like, I and snapped I was out like, of it. what in the flying fuck I is he s- talking about? I snapped out of it at that point. I'm like, I, um, I got to take this again. Like, I'm so, I don't know what yeah, I'm talking I about. I don't, I had no idea. Like, I tried to, like, look into Jason and be like, oh, save me. And then he's, like, sitting there like, like, I don't know what you're saying. I have no idea where that came Economic from. Economic I was going engine. on some, some tangent that I was trying to talk about, and I got lost and that's what popped out in the middle of the darkness was economic engine. And so that's what I said. Now, I don't think that made the cut, hopefully, because... It didn't. I've, I know you watched it. Because uh, that happened, I had to restart, so I, I asked to take it again. And we get through it. We get to the end. And, oh, and everybody's saying, Courtney says, and you talk for a living. I know. I know. I I didn't think that's I like could still get this nervous. But that's like me on stage. Like that's how I feel. Like I just start babbling and then I just kind of have to stop talking. I don't. I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, I can do this. This I could do all day. Like this is comfortable for me in front of other people. Like staring at me. Holy mother of God. That's exactly how. Like what happened to you is how I feel every time when I'm in front of people on stage. But that doesn't happen to me. I like that feeling. I like being in front of people. I like being on stage and on camera. Like I love that stuff. So, but it didn't work for me this time. It was a very solid reminder of don't get too cocky. Uh, and we get done with that, and so so we so we finished the interview, and she was great. You know, Jason was great. I would just I have no idea what I just said. And we I walk over, and Sarah's like, "Hey, so you know you didn't say my name, right?" Not only was I not and, mentioned for having anything to do with the Portland Podcast Festival whatsoever, whatsoever, not even referenced, not even, and on our third partner, not only was I not referenced for that, after I have 
stood to the side and let these two gentlemen represent our brand. I also was not mentioned on being any part of Fun Employment Radio. Nowhere, anywhere was it even mentioned that there was a third person standing off to the side in the studio, that I even exist, that I have had anything to do with doing a podcast with Greg for nine years or, you know, assisting in creating and curating the Portland Podcast Festival. I panicked so much, I didn't say Sarah's name. Why don't we listen a little bit to the beginning of it and let's see what you I have say not listened about... To, this is, I swear, this isn't a no, he's, stunt. He hasn't like, I was so embarrassed after that when Sarah told me that. Like, I felt, and I still feel, horrible. Like, I just, I panicked. I, is all just, it, I mean, I panicked. I was you just know, in And shock. I just don't panic. I was and in, I panicked. I was in shock. I was like, did you... He's really, I'm just standing there off to the side as it's going on. I'm like, all right, well, he's not saying right. Let me talk. I I'm know. Like, he's not. I'm like, he's not saying right. All right, he's going to bring it up now. He's talking about the Portland podcast. All right, nope. Nope, he's talking about, all right, he's talking about Fun Employment Radio. He's going to say my, no, no, he's not there. Oh, okay, well, I mean, at the end, he's going to, they're going to make sure and be like, oh, and our, you know, our partners are still on the side. You know, they, uh, no. And then it's over and I'm standing there. I'm like, what? What is happening? I thought it was like a joke. I thought you guys were joking. Nope. They just forgot about me. Why don't we listen uh, real quick to the beginning where Greg talks about Fun Employment Radio. Well, Portland is a popular spot for podcasts. So popular, there's a full-on festival for them happening this weekend. We got to talk to two of the podcasters who put on the second annual Portland Podcast Festival. Jason Lamb and Greg Nibbler. Take a look. I'm super excited for the Portland Podcast Festival coming up this weekend. It's two days this year. Greg, who do you guys have on the lineup? Uh, a lot. We've got 22 podcasts over two days, three stages, um, Fun Employment Radio. My show is going to be there also. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I said that. Fun Employment Radio. My show is going to be there. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I don't remember this at all. I Listen don't remember this at all. Listen to that one more time all. in case uh, We in case don't need to listen that. to it again. Over two days, three stages, um, Fun Employment Radio. My show is going to be there also. Oh, wow. I'm... You didn't even say... I know. I realize this. I know. My show is going to be there. <clears throat> Fun Employment Radio, the show I host with Sarah X. Dillon. You think? These stages, um, Fun Employment Radio, my show is going to be there. Okay. 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 <sighs> that was the first one. I'm like, oh, yep. okay. Knocking it out of the park. Now, I'll tell you. Like, I started, like, that's when my panic was kicking in. I didn't know she was going to me first. I didn't know how this was going to work. And it doesn't matter. She did nothing wrong. Like, nobody did anything wrong except for me. I mean, I 100% own that. It is on me. And I just, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I didn't think I could still panic like that. I didn't think that happened to me anymore. Which is, you know, I learned a very good lesson not to have a big head about anything. Um... I just like, uh, I'm like, ah, uh, oh God, I'm talking. 
Blup, 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 blup. <sighs> the full internet uh, interviews online. If anyone, do you want to hear more of it? I think you're going to play it regardless. So, so show us some digital trends. We have uh, Minority Retort, who this guy is in charge of right there. We've got I Anonymous from Portland Mercury. Uh, the Trailblazers will be there with uh, Rip City Report. Like so many different unique broad shows. Like it's a really, really broad uh, realm of genres for this year. We're really excited about it. Okay, and Jason, you produce a lot of the stand-up shows I love in Portland, but you also host this great podcast. But what was nice is that uh, Steph did, in fact, realize that Nobody had mentioned me the entire time. So in the video, there is some B-roll of me. I'm not identified or anything. It's just... It's just like some weird girl. Just, the still shot is of you and me sitting there. But I mean, I... Nobody knows who I am. It was... I'm not mad. It, it, it's just funny at this point. I mean, it's just the most ridiculous thing. Like... If I didn't know you, it would have seemed like you were doing this on purpose, you know? And, and you know I wasn't. I know. That's. I wasn't. And everybody in the live chat saying total dick. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. But I, I can honestly say I did not do it on purpose. Like, I really did. Just I had a I had a panic moment and I just started talking. That and would I be, don't know, and I just that, and that doesn't happen. Yeah, if you didn't talk for a living every day. I know. I I know. I know. I realize it. Like, My like I show. screwed up. I know. <laughs> I feel so bad about it. I feel you can't. You have to embrace so it because bad. you can't take it back. I can't take it back. No, I know. So like, you can't like keep being like, all right, all right. No, I mean like. No, I know. I can't take it back. I did it. I I did it. Fun of Radio, my show. Yeah. Now, in all fairness, Jason didn't say either. So I'm going to... Tiny smidge of blame, Jason. Tiny smidge. When it came to the podcast, has full questions. But... Uh, I did kind of... I mean, that's fine. I've worked with you for a very long... Yeah, I know. Shame, shame, Greg. Don't try and blame it on somebody else. I, <laughs> I tried to wrap him into it a little bit. Um, yeah... <clears throat> yeah. So that was my day on Friday. How was yours? So that I was happened. so excited. I was telling my, um, like my parents, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're filming the spot. <laughs> oh, I know. I didn't tell them. I don't think that she'd understand. She'd be like, well, why would Greg do that to you? I told my mom. What did she say? Oh, Greg. That's what my mom said. Yeah, it's like I literally do That's not exist. That's what my mom said. Yep, 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 yep. Like last year when we were getting <sighs> coverage, it was just Jason Lamb's podcast festival. This year, it's Greg Nibbler and Jason Lamb's podcast festival. Maybe next year it'll be my turn. Maybe I'll actually exist next year. Um, Carrie, you're only half right on that. But um, nonetheless... Yeah, I did not. Uh, I did not say Sarah's name about either Fun Employment Radio or the Portland Podcast Festival. We have been doing this show nine years today. Happy anniversary to me! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I really am. I've told Sarah sorry a million times, 
in a private. And that's fine. I was bummed for a second there, but as soon as it happened, I'm like, this is gold. Like, I mean, how could you possibly do this? I don't know. Like, I mean, in what world could you forget to say my name? Like, even make reference to the fact that we've done over 2,000 shows together and not even a flat. And I'm standing in the room. I'm standing like 10 feet away from you. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> All that's true. All of it's true. Like, I, everything you just said is 100% true. Um, well, yeah. Sincerely, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. It's pretty hilarious. I did. I, I 100% own it. What make so fun of me for it. It's the absolutely video, fine. We'll, we'll put a link to the video, but when you do watch it, just please make note of me just randomly in some of the videos with no identification because I think everyone was just like, fuck, we all forgot about her. <laughs> yeah, Stefan, all fair to say, was like, I gave you bad questions. That's why it happened. I'm like, no. No, yeah. Thank you, but no. No, that's on me. Um but uh, but yeah, so that's that's what happened. Um, so that was the interview Friday. did air. It aired today. Oh, and then the, also the best part was that we did a whole. She's like, well, okay, so we didn't get you. Well, we, I don't know if we can talk about. Or should we not say that? Okay. Yeah, we probably shouldn't say right. that. So we'll save that for another time. Yeah, yeah. There's some more coming down the pipeline. Some good stuff. <laughs> that yeah, I don't know if we can talk about that right now, but but uh, but yeah, that's the interview that aired. For Hopefully, the, I will make it well, on there someday. Festival. I'll be properly year, identified. Last year it was only Jason who was identified by the Lamet Week. Oh, that's us. Yeah, this we year didn't it's exist. You and you and Jason. This year it's two of us. Next year, hopefully, me or at least just being included <sighs> as a third. I mean, I'm really doing a lot of work for a festival I have no involvement in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's making me think. <sighs> well, there it is. That's what happened. Well, great. You know, it's your big sh- thank you to Step for the interview. I mean, again, that's not on. No, that her. was awesome. Yeah, no, it was very thank cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, she she's great. And she's she's funny enough to know when I'm giving you shit. It's not like I'm. Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's that's well deserved shit. Uh, I can I can own that. Well, Greg, I know it's your show. <laughs> uh, thank you again for having me on as a guest. I really yeah. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you can't make it at all, and I you know interview the guests for your show. I get a couple pokes. You get a couple pokes on that one. I mean, yes, you get... My shows. I know. Never mind. Yeah, I definitely get the Christmas tree in the studio this year. Greg? Yes. A big sparkly one? Do whatever you want. Yeah, sure. Greg's already getting, like text messages and emails from people who are like, oh, saw you on TV, man. You know who's writing me? Nobody. Oh, just, you know, sponsors for the podcast festival that I'm not involved with. I have to blow my nose. Excuse me. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to Greg Nibbler's World of Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't say it. You have to say it. Crazy? All right. First up, a 106-year-old Arizona woman was treated to a surprise birthday party at her favorite restaurant over the weekend. That restaurant, I think it might be your favorite too, Greg. What is it? What? 
Taco Bell. I'm never going to admit that on air. No, Taco Bell is not my favorite. That's shameful. That's shameful. On occasion, I may stop by. It's not my favorite restaurant. You mean it? It's like I'm there every day. On occasion. Now it sounds like you're there every I day because you're like you're go. making that was very oddly specific. Maybe you're making once, it sound like I swing by there every day after I get done with this Once a month trends. or something, I'll swing by there. I like a cheesy gordita crunch. I'm not gonna lie. They're pretty delicious. They're delicious. Well, this woman's name is Murtis Jewel Painter. What a great old lady name. 106 years what old. What was the name again? Murtis. Murtis. M Y R T I S. That's a that's a good name. That I would is. think more Mabel would be. Yeah. A little more. So her name is Murtis Jewel Painter. She's 106 years old. She was treated to a party at Taco Bell. I think this is so sweet. With family and friends um, at the Taco Bell in Phoenix, Arizona, where employees decorated the restaurant in honor of her being a regular customer. So, <laughs> hey, if you're 106, eat whatever the hell you want. Yeah. She's yeah, 106. She, she is a regular at Taco Bell. She's been going there Good for her. almost daily for the past eight years. What does she eat? Um, let's see. Well, I know what she ate on that day. I don't know what she eats every day. Yeah. Um, the, the manager says at 106, she wants to come to Taco Bell and hang out with us. It's just amazing. <laughs> well, Miss Painter dined on a taco and an enchilada for her birthday meal. Enchilada. I don't think she left you 106 by eating cheese your gordita crunches, Greg. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Painter says that she thinks that Taco Bell is a very good place to spend time at. Um, she was born in East Texas in 1912 and has lived in Phoenix, Arizona since 1932. Wow. Yeah. Good Lord, 106. Dude, I love that. If you're just like, hey, you know what? Fuck it, I'm 106. I want to eat at Taco Bell every day. Oh, yeah, no, good for her. If that's your happy, yeah. I'm I'm just thinking about being that old. I don't know. That's pretty old. Why, you you wouldn't want to live to 106? I don't know. I'm not sure. Imagine everything she's seen. Like, she was a little kid when World War I was going on. That's crazy. Oh, the things she's seen. The things she's seen. Lived through Prohibition. Man. I think that you should just think about the things that you think that she's gone through, but just like, don't even say them out loud. Sick brain. Yep. All right. From an Arizona restaurant to a Texas restaurant. If I lived in Texas, I swear to God, I would apply for this job in a heartbeat. This is a restaurant in Texas called Mutt's Canine Cantina. They are seeking what they are calling a pup turn, who is a puppy petting and hugging expert to make $100 an hour cuddling with dogs. What? $100 an hour? What? It's called Mutt's Canine Cantina. Announced it's uh, opening its second location in Fort Worth, and it's seeking a pup turn with superior puppy petting skills. Uh, I got that. To make $100 an hour. So, um, I don't know if this, I know it's a, is it a restaurant that you pet dogs at? I don't know. I was just way too, way too excited about it. Well, canine cantina. It's got to be, so just like drinks and snacks or? Drinks and you get to pet dogs. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's actually kind of like Landmark anyway. Landmark is kind of a canine cantina. Kind of. Yeah. I hug a lot of dogs there. All right. Anyway, so um, so if you do live, let's see, where was it? In Fort Worth, Texas. 
You can apply to be a pup turn. $100 an hour, though. Yeah. It says, uh, so if you follow them on Instagram, interested applicants should tag at Mutt's Cantina in photos and videos on social media with the hashtag Mutt's Pup Turn, showing off their puppy petting skills. I wonder if I could do it from a distance, if they could have like a satellite one where I could just be here in Portland hugging dogs and then... Well, and then people would just watch you hug dogs? I've always wanted to set up an Instagram account that's just called Sarah Hugs Dogs. Because I have so many hug, like dog hugging yeah, pictures. Yeah, why don't you? Because I already have three Instagram accounts. It's too many. God, how many Instagram accounts do you keep? Well, I have mine, I have Fun Employment Radio, and I have the PTX Pod Festival. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's already a lot to navigate through. I mean, I guess since I'm not really involved with two of the three of those things, I don't really have to carry that burden. Sarah Hugs Dogs it is. Pew, pew, pew. If you'd like to apply, applications are being accepted through November 12th. So go hug a puppet today. And I do have another story. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me. It begins. In the first attempted murder ever on the frozen continent of Antarctica, a Russian scientist reportedly snapped... So this is attempted murder. He didn't murder somebody. Okay. But a Russian scientist reportedly snapped and tried to kill a colleague... Because the colleague kept giving away the endings to books he was reading. Oh. <laughs> you are stuck in Antarctica, and this guy, his co-worker, kept ruining the endings of books for him. Can you imagine, like, if you're living in Antarctica, I mean, I think it's like six months out of the year, like, you can't leave or something like that. Like, you physically can't come get you. Oh, yeah. So you have, what entertainment is there is all you've got. Yeah. So this dude is... Wilding away is hours in darkness. Yep. So all they have is reading so, books, and then this. What they have <laughs> for entertainment? There's uh, there's reading in a research library, exercising at, at a small gym that they have, or flipping between two Russian television channels. That's what That's they have it. for entertainment. That's it. Two Russian television channels, a gym. They don't even send down like a PS4 or something. No. Like this send is, them some video games. This is Antarctica. Come on, that stuff doesn't exist over there. Why not? I can't picture Russians playing PS4s in Antarctica. They're scientists. They're supposed to be, like, working, right? You're too busy to play the video games. You should be busy sciencing. Um, well, they're reading books. So this guy is spoiling All right, so the this ending guy's... to books. Like, maybe right. he deserves to be stabbed. I Maybe. All right, so here's the story. So this guy, um, so the reader, <laughs> who kept having his books ruined by his colleague, his name is Sergei Savitsky. Sergey. Sergey Savitsky. Sergey. Sergey Savitsky. Had been trying to use literature to pass the lonesome months on King George Island, but his colleague Oleg Bologuzov was making it impossible to enjoy his hobby. Uh, Sergey says that Oleg kept telling him the ends of the books before he read them when he'd be like partway or close to the end of the book. That sucks. I mean, could he just figure out a different book that the other good dude hadn't read yet? Or would he go find the book and just read the ending and just be like, ah, oh, here's what happens. I don't know if he'd read them or, yeah, or if he had, like... Just went and found out what the ending was. And found them and then just ruined them for him. I mean, gosh, either way, that's just mean. What a jerk. So this happened... Oh, this happened on my birthday on October 9th. Uh, the Ooh, the stabbing happened on my birthday. Oh, it's a stabbing on my birthday. So on October 9th, the 55-year-old Savitsky finally had enough and allegedly snapped and plunged a kitchen knife into the chest of his 52-year-old tormentor. That's how it's written in the story. 52-year-old tormentor. <laughs> well, part of Belusikov's heart was wounded, Russian authorities say. Now, Belusikov 
was a welder. He was flown to the nearest hospital uh, where he was expected to survive. Now, the men had previously spent four frigid years working together in the facility. That's too long. Like, you would That's go crazy. That's too long. I wouldn't mind visiting Antarctica, but I don't think I could do... I don't even think I could do the six months. All right. Well, officials say that while the reading dispute was the final straw, the close confinement in the camp on remote Antarctica played a role in fueling the attack. Uh, so the representatives for the Research Institute said they are both professional scientists who have been working on our expeditions, uh, expeditions spending year-long sessions at the station. Uh, so they're both on their team, and it's down to investigators to figure out what sparked the conflict, but we do believe it was because of the endings of books. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty shitty thing to do. That is crappy. Uh, as a, Which as one are you reading? Which one are you reading? Oh, is that the one where at the end? The blah, blah, blah? See ya. Blah. And then what? I mean, the facility can't be that big. That would be a way to really make me angry. Oh, I would. Yeah. If there's a deserved stabbing, that, that's got to be right up there. Yeah, that's why I never look up anything on the internet, because years ago, like when the internet was still... Uh, I don't know. I wasn't really. It was like when Friendster was around still. It was like 2004 or whatever. You referenced Friendster a lot on this show. I loved Friendster. It changed my life. I don't know anybody else. Like, I remember it, but I don't know if anybody else ever remembers The only Friendster. reason I was obsessed with it was because I was working at the radio station for hours by myself sitting in that control room. Uh-huh. For like eight hours at a time listening to fucking Tom Likas. And all I had to do, I didn't know how to internet very well. And so that was the only thing that I knew how to find. And so I would just look at people on Friendster. Because they were my friends. Because I was alone in the studio. How many friends did you have on Fred Street? I don't know. I had like two. Well, maybe that's why you don't have fond memories of it. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy Dane was on there. And then I think some yeah. random person. Oh, so just yeah. one real friend. Yep. Yeah. No, it's like I, I learned the hard way, like never to look on the internet because people are assholes and the world is full of spoilers. And I spoiled a television show that I was really excited to find who the killer was. What show was it? Do you remember? Twin Peaks. Oh, it was like in 2000. I was so fucking pissed. Because yeah, but that was, was a, that was still even then like a 12 year old spoiler. I know, or longer. I know. I mean, so it's not even really a spoiler. No, it was a spoiler. To, somebody's I'm, like, well, when I'm this sorry. person is the one that killed Laura Palmer, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I was just trying to find out where I could find the VHS tapes. I, mean, I, would, I would have to bounce around because they didn't carry them everywhere. So I would go to like Movie Madness and I'd go to Clinton Street, um, the Clinton Street um, video store, which I think actually just closed. But I would I'd, like have to pop around. I would have to go all around Portland to try and find the different VHS because I didn't have any streaming or anything. And so I was looking up online to try and find where I could find the next VHS tape. And some motherfucker was like, this is when you find out that Blah is the murderer. I'm like, I'm going to skin you alive. I hate you. That person, Leslie Jones, do you? What was that? Oh, yeah. Didn't she remember? She spoiled Game of Thrones for me. Trina loved Friendster, too. It was great. It was like the first time you could use the internet and actually like see other people. It was like magic. Don't you remember how magical it was? No. When you could, like, when you got to first actually connect with other, like, human people that lived near you, and you're like, oh my gosh. No, no, I remember going on the AOL chat room with Josiah. Gross. At his parents' house. I don't even want to know what you guys were doing. Talking to girls in Salem. Supposedly. I mean, who knows? Big this girl from Salem I've been talking to on my AOL chat. I'm like, no way, how does that work? Because we didn't have internet at my house, so we didn't have that stuff. 
Sounds like, what, what, what does she say? I did a bunch I of- know, we're just talking about school and stuff. <laughs> Since we want to meet up at Lancaster Ball sometime. So I eventually did end up... That's my mom for a ride in. I've only used eBay once, and I didn't have... I did not have a computer at my apartment at the time. Uh-huh. And so I had bid on this Twin Peaks VHS series because I couldn't find, like, the next tape yeah. anywhere. Like, it, like somebody had checked it out and, like, not returned it in, at one of the movie video stores. So I bid on a... I still have it to this day. So I bid on my, a VHS set of it, but I didn't have a computer. And I remember I had to go down to the radio station at, like, 2.30 in the morning... To get on eBay to make sure that I could like get it at the last minute so that nobody would bid on it because it, it closed at like 4 a.m. or something. Wow. Yeah. I was I very much wanted to finish it. Dang. I don't think there's anything I've ever gone that crazy over. I mean, that dedicated to. Keelan says you have the entire fucking internet and you talk to girls from Salem. <laughs> <laughs> they were attainable, man. Oh, my God. I wonder if he ever met any of them. I don't think oh, so. Oh, I don't. They didn't exist. No. They, it was, they were exist. dudes in, yeah, they were dudes right. in basements. Don't be a turd and ruin things for other people because nobody likes you and it's not funny. That's your world of crazy. Yeah, I've been chatting with these girls and see them. Um, oh, boy. I do. Now I have the entire Twin Peaks set on DVD, Blu-ray, and VHS. I mean, it was still a spoiler even then. I mean, not it was not a spoiler even then. I would still like, not. If somebody hasn't had the pleasure of watching Twin Peaks, I will never ruin that for them. No way. Just because they happen to not I have seen it yet. I bet I can guess who did it. Don't, Greg. Don't. Why? Because you're the worst person to watch movies and things with because you always are guessing and sometimes you're right and then you ruin it. You're exactly the kind of crappy person that I'm gets right stabbed fairly often. in Antarctica. I will, I mean, in fairness. When I'm guessing the stuff. No, I think if somebody wants to watch Twin Peaks, they absolutely should spoiler free because it's it's magical to to experience something like that for the first time. I'm rewatching it for like the twenty seventh time right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like Stupid to say? Stupid Friendster. I loved Friendster. I was so sad when it went away. When did it go away? It got phased out when MySpace started to become popular. It's like two thousand five, four, three, four. Two, one, contact. All right. Um, no. Is the reason, is the answer, everything happens, contact? How you doing over there, champ? Probably about time for me to <laughs> lay it up for the day. Um, yeah. Well, Sarah. Yes, Greg? My bad. I'm sorry. That's okay. I really am. I feel... I know you feel bad. That It's, it's totally fine. I feel so horrible about it. It was almost comedic at how like blatantly like, you guys just completely ignored me. It was like... I didn't ignore you. I didn't know what I was doing. Economic engine. That one didn't make the cut. That's a... <sighs> I learned my lesson. And... Uh, Mistakes were made. I can't change it. I can say for everybody what's coming out of the Portland Podcast Festival, you will get to see Sarah still in there. Or will you? Will I actually be there? Yes, I'll be there. I'll be there the whole time. Yes. Come give me a hug and tell me it's going to be okay. You're asking people to come up and hug you? No, actually, don't hug me. I was going to say, you I can don't hug think me, that. maybe. 
Well, don't Still surprise hug. No surprise hug. No behind the back hugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Being asked if I also talked about synergies. I don't know. I don't remember. Don't remember what I said. Well, we do have a birthday, and I do want to wish a very happy birthday to Amanda Crusoe. Yes. Amanda. Amanda. It was in the, was in the chat earlier. Happy birthday, Amanda. Happy birthday. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, magical day. Oh. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Oh, yeah. It's just like you're just not even going to give her any Ella <laughs> or any of the uh, Elvis. What, Greg? What are you saying to me? Nothing. There we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. boom. All right. Thanks for letting me be on the show today, Greg. Really appreciate being asked to be on Greg Nibbler's Fun Employment Radio. Special guest star, nine years running, Mm. Sarah X. Dillon. It's like on TV shows when someone has like a like a hundred percent like actual cast member and they always list them as a guest star. That's totally what I am. Just a guest star. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us for this long. And and paying attention to our show and helping us. Do this. We hope to see everybody this weekend that can make it. We got a lot of shows coming up this week. Um, uh, tomorrow we're going to be joined by Bree Bry from the Portland Mercury. Yes, Bree's always hilarious when uh, she's on. She's amazing. So she's going to be talking about um, Portland Mercury's Hump, which is uh, coming up uh, for this next couple weeks. Yep. So she's going to tell us about the voting process and all that good stuff. And she is just a wonderful human. So please join us and hang out and get your tickets for the love of God to the podcast festival. Pick up. Time to stop procrastinating. Yeah, I mean, now now's the time. Vote and pick up your tickets. Oh, Greg, everyone thinks that you put on a real good show today. Thank you, everybody. Also, on uh, Wednesday, we'll join be joined by the cast of the Mark and Todd cast and Portland at the Movies. Woo! On Wednesday. All of them? Yeah, I think all three of them. Awesome. Maybe all three of them will be here. Yeah, because Portland at the Movies is performing also at the Portland Podcast Festival. And their other show, Mark and Todd Cast, we have a brand new episode of that for you guys who are Supporters Club members. You get to hear it here first. Awesome. Oh, thank you, everybody. Here, here goes. That I've been a good guest today. I really appreciate it. And I really just try to bring 100% when Greg asked me to be on his show. So this means the world that you think it sounds okay. Their episode's going to be called Memory Medals. We'll play right after this one for the supporters club. Thanks for supporting me. We'll be back tomorrow with, <laughs> <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs>